Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Everyday Riches Show. My name is Barbara Ellison, and I am one of the hosts here at the Everyday Riches. And you know what? I'm on a mission to make happiness the norm rather than the exception, because I believe that each and every one of us deserves to lead a happy, healthy, financially free, abundant life. And that is what this show is all about. So I want to introduce you to my co-host. Hi, everybody. I'm Jason Tracy, and I believe that through our biggest vulnerabilities, through our biggest struggles, create our biggest opportunities to create our differentiators. And I also believe that each one of us has a beast inside. And my mission, my purpose in life is to help as many people as possible uncage that beast. Everyday riches is about finding those riches in the everyday life. Yeah, bad stuff happens to all of us. We don't get to choose what happens to us. We don't get to choose the villains and the circumstances that happen to us. We get to choose, though, how we arrive and what attitude we have. If you're looking for bad things, you're going to find them. But we get to adjust our mindset and find the riches that are in our everyday. And to me, that is what our show is all about. Isn't that the truth? Like for me, it's I want this show to help people to be the best ever version of themselves. You know, that confident energetic no nonsense kind of person who just goes on in spite of the tragedies and the things that do go on in our lives and that has as you said jason we can find the the beauty in the everyday miracles that are there so welcome 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 to the everyday riches show oh hello hello everybody welcome to the everyday riches show christmas week Christmas week. Can you believe it? Can you believe? It's so insane. This is so insane. Well, hi, I'm Barbara Ellison, and I'm on a mission to make happiness the norm rather than the exception. And you would think at this time of year, it would be so much easier. <laughs> and yet, how many times are people so stressed that they're not enjoying it. And I, yeah, so I, so I will let you introduce yourself and then why I'm saying that I'm going to tell. <laughs> well, we have already introduced ourselves since we have oh, the intro. Right. It's, it's, right. uh, intro. It's, it's different getting used to, but we have the really cool intro going and we don't even need yeah. to introduce ourselves. Exactly. People, you know, people know us. How things, how things happen. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, let's just get into it. So this morning I had the privilege of being on um, another podcast and with a, a friend of mine, her name's Kimberly. Okay. And we were we were just in the pre the pre show. We were just talking about things that we were do, we are doing to get us like in the mood for for Christmas. And she said, "Oh, she said I found this recipe to create to um, simmer a potpourri." She said, "My whole house just oh my god, so nice." And it was like a wake up call for me. I'm going to tell. Because so often I have this week, I have been so caught up in the doing of mm. Christmas, getting uh -huh. ready for Christmas, the doing, the doing, the doing, the doing, yep. that I haven't stopped to take just that to and just enjoy. Enjoy it. Oh my God. It's so just it's so important. It. It's so important. Like my I was just telling somebody yesterday, I love the Christmas season. To me, in fact, every year Christmas is kind of that, I don't know, it's like there's almost like a Christmas hangover or it's like kind of sad because it's over. I love the whole entire season. I love how people are holly and jolly and mm -hmm. there's Christmas music and I love the lights and I'll tell on myself, we're the family that keeps Christmas lights up until March. 
So yes. Yes. <laughs> I call them winter lights. If we've got to go through cold winters in Michigan, I'm going to have lights, damn it. <laughs> exactly. I love the lights. And it was funny because a friend of mine and I, we went for our petty, our, our Manny petty. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Uh, anyways, but on the way home, of course, it was already dark. And one of our, one in my town, there's this one family that they do like a, a 12 minute light show that you sit, you sit on the street. <clears throat> don't know what their neighbors think but <laughs> but we we sat on the street you turn your lights off you turn on the whoops you turn on the radio they have it that it's tuned to the to a radio station yeah and we sat there and we watched a 12 minute light display it was absolutely but it was a comedy routine oh that's amazing it's amazing it was, the technology how, how how advanced these things have gotten right I've, I've seen the videos where they go to music and like they yeah. the lights pop to the different beats and that's yeah. pretty sweet. Well, with this one, they had cartoon characters in their windows saying uh -huh. the jokes. Oh, that's amazing. It was that's so awesome. We sat there, we laughed <laughs> so hard. It was like, well, now th this was very cool. I mean, but you're right, modern technology. I would never have thought of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have to say, I put Christmas lights in my window. All I did was lay them out on the on my windowsill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. And it was like, Barbara. <laughs> and today I realized that I had not really had on a lot of Christmas music. So it was like, okay, Barbara, hmm. download some Christmas music onto my new list. And then I just hit shuffle and then whatever came up, came up. So, so what is your, tell me, what's your favorite Christmas music? Praise and worship, you know, just the the hymns of the of the church that I was, you know, Oh Holy Night. Uh -huh. My one of my favorite versions is the Canadian tenors, and then I think my favorite Christmas song, is, one of my Christmas is Silent Night. If you go on, I'm going to give it a plug. Go on to YouTube, and it's Kelly Clarkson, Trisha Yearwood, and Reba McIntyre. Okay, three the, three great. The three great female. Oh, yeah. Silent Night. Okay. It was, I've listened to it twice already today. One That's of my awesome. favorites. But I'm one of those that I listen to Christmas music in July. Do you see? I can't do that. Uh, but I love Christmas music. Uh, I love, love, love Christmas music throughout the season. Um, I'm the guy, I ran retail stores, the sales yeah. director, and I was the guy that made every one of my stores put Christmas music on as, as soon as Thanksgiving, because it gives people a certain... At, you know, again, they're in a, they put them in a happy mood for the most part. Exactly. Um, my people, even would, when they <laughs> say they don't like it, <laughs> driving crazy. Yeah. Even when they say they don't like it. Um, I love the classic. There's a, there's a bunch of classic Christmas songs. It just reminds me of being a kid, being in my mm -hmm. grandma's basement, celebrating Christmas, like all the great times. I was just telling my son yesterday, one of the songs came on, it's like rock around the Christmas tree and yeah. you know, all these different exactly. songs, Bing Crosby, Dean Martin, all these, all these different things. And Right. um like that it just i told my son i'm like this reminds me of grandma grace basement it reminds me of christmas time it reminds me of being a kid and um you, you know how how music you can listen to a song and it takes you to a oh, certain time takes it, takes you, you can smell it you can taste it you can it's you, you can feel it yeah. um i love yeah. going into visualize and, and that's kind of even how i get over like loss and i don't know uh, you know like yeah. my grandma was such a the matriarch of our family and we always right. went to her house for christmas eve but i feel like she's never gone because i can go back to those memories and like i can really sit and, and, and meditate and think about being with her right 
Exactly. And one of my favorites is Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I where, love that where one they, too. Yeah. Where they do the do the duet and there's two oh, yeah. different songs. It's like Bing Crosby yeah. and David, David Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> it ties together really well. The first time that I heard Bing Crosby, that just that just doesn't seem to sound like I would like it. And it's one of my favorites. That's awesome. And whenever it comes on, I mean, I literally stop and listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I had a boss. He's one of my biggest mentors, and he loved that song. So it's ingrained yeah. in my head pretty well. <laughs> right. And you know what? It's one of the things that that's so important to when something stops you. Mm -hmm. It stops you and gives you that moment of presence. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That moment of <laughs> that moment, whatever you want to call it, but just that moment of being one with yep. yourself yep. or with the situation or just that sense of belonging. That I think is one of the things that music, that's what one of the things that music does for me. Yeah. I love that sometimes we don't even know exactly what we're going to talk about. And then we dive into a conversation that's so on time and so relevant. And just, again, just a reminder, we've only got a few days left before Christmas now, but like, enjoy this time, right. be present, be with family. If you're stressing because you don't have your presence and you're shopping and all that kind of stuff, or all these plans are up in the air and it's frantic, just slow it down and enjoy well, okay. the time, you know, and it'll um, all work out. It'll all work out. I, uh, my my son is is going 13 going on 14 it'll be 14 in april and so we're past the stages now of the belief and the you know all the stuff that was so much fun as a parent you know like we'd hide the elf on the shelf and and do these like, things oh, and I like know. the whole santa claus thing and stuff like that and so he was saying yesterday uh it doesn't feel like you know it doesn't feel like i can't believe it's christmas it doesn't feel like christmas and it's like that first second year where it's been like awkward past past that age mm -hmm. and uh and so this morning i, I put the i keep eat his room and taped his door <laughs> shut and uh put the elf outside of his room and i was like he missed you you know so <laughs> but it's like how do you get in the mood you go out and do those things that's silly Going. and you know and exactly um but the other day me and jackson were pulling out of the driveway we're on the way to his basketball practice and, and we have this ginormous lion if you could imagine uh, <laughs> uh it, i saw it in home depot a couple of years ago and i texted a picture to my mom kind of laughing about oh i need this lion so christmas day she shows up with this huge box <laughs> and she bought some thoughts bought me this lion so this lion is like yeah. you know it, it's about right. four or five feet tall Wow. And uh, it's got a furry mane and it sits outside. My wife at first was like, it was almost like the leg lamp in the Christmas story, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh my God, what are we going to do with this lion? She thought I was going to keep it in the house and have this big old lion in the house. And it's actually become the gift that keeps on giving. And so we're pulling out of the driveway and me, me and my son turn and look and there's this little girl, she's probably three years old and it is dark out. Her and mom are walking around the block and she's like just petting the lion. Oh, and it was just so like we both like out. kind of teared up even my son the four, almost 14 year old was like oh my god that's so cute you know like oh, to see god. him soften up and, and see it you just so much belief and hope and joy and and yeah. i would just implore people to live like that three-year-old little girl and just be amazed by the moment through the through the eyes of a child and that's one of the things that i think that kim reminded me this morning of just through be in the eyes of your of your inner child we all have an inner child within us 
some of us more than others. Some of I'm us more ridiculous. than others. I'm pretty yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, this was okay. Oh, I have to tell. I have to tell you though. You're going to appreciate this. You know, I'm not. I'm not the biggest football fan. But remember on Thanksgiving when we talked about uh, lions and bears, the lions yeah. and bears, and and that you said, well, yeah, sometimes I just root for the team with the better with the better jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you know, and I know you said it, and I said, Gee, yeah, oh yeah, I can, I can understand that. Well, Sunday I came downstairs, and I don't remember who was playing. I think it was Green Bay and the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. And I was sitting, and I only watched the the last the last little bit of it because, it, and it was just the ending was a pretty good game. I mean, one point, really lead, good one game. Point, yeah, really, so. really. Anyways, but as I was sitting there looking at their at the them playing, and I went, I totally now get what Jason meant about the jerseys. I love it. I'm sorry, but the purple, they look like little elves. <laughs> I just, it was like, I just, it was like, I mean, as if they care about my opinion, but it was just. I just said, oh, I'm going to have to remember to tell Jason because <laughs> I really, I just absolutely got what you were saying about maybe yeah. if there had been a yeah. contrast between the jersey and the pants. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I, it's the same. I, I've been a Michigan State fan since the third grade, and there's a big reason why. But the other reason why is I really love the green and the white. I love the colors. And I yeah. really had a hard time liking blue and yellow. I love the color blue, but mixing blue and yellow to me is just uh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was just it was just the funniest thing. I said, oh, brother, I've got to remember to tell Jason. I mean, that I actually watched the last bit of the game. Um, but the jersey, it was like it struck me that the jerseys i wasn't totally you were loving them jerseys. yeah 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 <laughs> so but anyways so let's chat what are we going to chat about that's it because we have we you know what you and i are always <laughs> we say oh we're going to talk the things that we say we are going to talk about we don't and then the things that we don't aren't going to talk about <laughs> we do anyways but one of the things that i think is so important for this right at this moment is so many people are getting caught up in number one setting goals mm -hmm. and one of the things that i've been researching is what's the difference between setting a goal and setting an intention because one of the things that i was reading is that most people who set their you know the new year's resolutions those goals yeah by the by the 23rd <laughs> of january they're gone, they're gone. Even, yeah so what can we do to alleviate that so that, that and so that was what started my conversation conversation with myself and with a couple of other people yeah. about the difference between setting a goal yes we have to have goals absolutely um and but we also have to have an intention yeah. but this morning yeah. i was listening to one of my mentors about and he's a social media kind of guy and he said, one of the things that I make sure that everybody does is they write down everything that they like to do and everything that they don't like to do in wow. their business. So like, like he said, I hate writing email, but I love, <laughs> you know, and he went on to just the things that he doesn't like to do, the things that he does like to do. 
and I was thinking about it afterwards, and that is absolutely the truth because that's one of the things that I'm really going to embrace because we have to get to the point where we like, we do more things that we like to do because the things that we don't like to do, we tend to procrastinate and they don't oh, happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So one of his things was that if you temper what you don't like to do, and surround it by things that you do like, like to, do. to do. Yeah, yeah. And I went, now, isn't that a great thing going into the new year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you still have to do those things that you, you don't like to do. You still have to do those things. Or you have to find somebody to do them. But either way, you're responsible to get those things done, especially if you're an entrepreneur, or, you know, you're yeah. a business owner, you've got to get it done. Um, I used to do this too, and I still do this uh, for myself, and I recommend it to my clients. Uh, but it, whenever I was working with salespeople and they had a hard time making sales calls, yeah. they, those are the things they don't like to do, right? But but who doesn't like calling people that love to hear from them? Like you think about you call a long lost friend and it's like, oh, it's so awesome to hear from you, right? So if you call your clients that you know or would be happy to hear from you, or you call somebody you haven't talked to in a while that you know would be happy to hear from you, yeah. I'd say make five of those calls to people that would be happy to hear from you, and then make five sales calls. And what's going to happen is when you make those five calls and you talk to people that are like, oh my God, Barbara, it's so awesome to hear from you. I'm so glad you called me. What do you mm -hmm. think is going to happen subconsciously into your confidence as you call those five people that are all happy to hear from you? It's going to create that confidence and excitement to call that those people that have not heard from you. And when they give you an objection, it's like, almost like you're surprised, like, oh, wow, you know, I, my clients I love it when I make the when I when I follow up with them. And uh, so I'm so used to being to, to getting a different response, I, you know, and now it was always a it was always a key, key thing to do. And it just changed my whole entire mental attitude and the way I approach calling those those random strangers. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things for me, like one of the one of the things I, I have realized that I like to celebrate with people. So I send out birthday wishes, yeah. you know, just just to people. And uh, uh, just because if they're, you know, they're, they're they're friends of mine on Facebook. So why not get to know them? Yep. And so I will send out birthday messages and then, you know, and lots of times they sometimes they don't respond. OK, that's their choice. I mean, or yeah. they're, they're either not active or or I get it like a month later. Yeah. Gee, Barb, I haven't been on LinkedIn or Facebook or whichever one I happen to be on, but it is so fun to just say, hey, you know what? I love the fact that we can celebrate our everyday, the little, the little things. Yeah, it's the little because things. Because so often, things. and that's what you and I talk about so often, that yep. um, people celebrate the big things, but we don't celebrate the everyday miracles. Yeah, yep, absolutely, absolutely. And so that's one of the things that I've been doing. And then it opens up a conversation to like with me right now, I've been just kind of saying, gee, what, you, what have you got planned for, you know, what are, you, what are your thoughts for 2022? What do, you, what do you want? Is there something, is there something exciting? I've had uh, one guy said, oh, I just, my wife's expecting a baby any day now. Oh, so awesome. He's so excited. And just to be able to hear all the different things that people are looking forward to. Yeah. Wow. Let's yeah, awesome. celebrate those little things that we are looking forward to. Um, like one of the things that I'm sharing with people, a friend of mine, we are going to go whitewater rafting in July, not in June. Yeah. And people are looking at me, Barbara, you're 71 years old. What are you going <laughs> whitewater rafting for? I said, because I can. <laughs> exactly. 
And I'm going to be, you know, my sister was like, she said, that just doesn't sound, doesn't sound appealing at all. And I said, well, I'm looking forward to it because it's going to be slightly different. I mean, these rafts are, and, and, and I'm not going on. Like a know, dangerous the, river. The, and it's the, not like, the yeah, devils, yeah. You know, the devils, what there's <laughs> one out there on the Colorado river that it's called the devil's pit or something or other. Yeah. yeah not going to do that uh but it's just going to be one of those gentle kind of almost like um the lazy river type of thing but with a little bit of rapid you know because my girlfriend said she said barb this is strictly for beginners they have little kids on it i said <laughs> oh my speed that will be my speed uh because they they allow kids on this and i said well then that'll be perfect for me to just yeah. i mean I, i'm not going to do one of those you know fancy dancy ones um it would be like it would be like us trying to run the r to r that herb does <laughs> he thinks nothing of doing it yeah yeah well and i'm glad you brought up herb because i was thinking about him i was listening to some of uh oh i was actually listening to the podcast he did with cheryl i love who oh they were beautiful thing and this is kind of a cool little story to tell but uh i had we had double booked our episode that week. Right. I had talked to Herb and I booked him on our episode and you talked to Cheryl and booked him on the episode, I booked her on the episode. And so we just, in our everyday witches fashion said, well, we'll just have them both on. And they didn't even know that they, they didn't were, know each other. They didn't, they didn't know each other. They didn't even know there was going to be another guest on when they came on. And I watched those two connect so well. Uh, they, they just really meshed not only that, but like their what they do their alignment was so similar mm -hmm. but then their personalities just really meshed really really well and they've become real life friends like uh oh. cheryl has met up with herb in real life and went on hikes with him oh right uh, yes and, and then the, just recently so he was on her podcast which uh she has a phenomenal podcast yeah, i love her intro. yeah the feminine i love her intro she she kicks yeah. ass literally in this just uh in this intro and power sue but they had a great conversation when he was talking. He kept on talking about his, uh, his, his what really stood out to me is the is when you're setting goals, nothing really matters until you set a why. Right. And when you think about setting new goals at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, when you I just want to lose weight or I want to feel healthy or I want to, you know, uh, make more money. Uh, so you you set these intentions. I'm going to go to the gym, whatever. But you don't really tie it below that surface like that surface thing you don't really get deep in into feeling why am i doing this you know herb he uh he had a whole why and he wanted to become a high performing athlete and he, he tied it and anchored it into this why he didn't enjoy getting up at 4 30 in the morning but he got up at 4 30 in the morning because it helped him get closer to his why and we was really anchoring in what was driving him um, if you don't know why you're doing something, and uh, then, then it's going to be very hard to continue going. Now, I'll, I'll, you know, give a really good example. The other day, I was talking to our friend uh, Sherry Knight. Yes. And um, and we were talking about the sales process, and um, and she's phenomenal. She she can work with an entrepreneur in so many ways. There's seven seven different ways that she can work with an entrepreneur to help them take their business to the next level. And she's so experienced. I love her story. I love you. I love listening to her talk. I love when she drops the you betcha on me. Uh, that's, uh, that's great. The, you know, the Canadian accent. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but so she was telling me, though, how 
a lot of times when they get to the end, she has these objections that people will give her, which is very common. We all have objections and, and it's falling down to like the, oh, uh, let me talk to my spouse or um, I need to see if I have the money or I can't afford it right now or these different reasons. And people, it's hard to overcome those objections unless we dig deeper deeper in the surface. So like what I mean by that is as I'm, as I'm talking to you and I'm discovering who you are, Barbara, and if, if, I'm a, if you're a good fit client for me, um, I'm going to dive deeper of asking you, what, what is your vision? What do you want to achieve? Right. And when you tell me what you want to achieve, I'm gonna say, what, 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 is the, what, what is the importance of that? Why do you wanna do that? And then I'm gonna push even deeper. If Barbara, if you don't accomplish that, Right. What's the impact on that of that? Right. And if someone can just easily walk away, like, oh, if I don't achieve it, that's oh, oh well, I'll just move on to the next thing, then that's probably not the person you want to work with. It's not the client you want to work with. It's not the goal you want to set. If it's just very easy to walk away and there's no deep, meaningful attachment, then right. then that, you know, that's not the right thing. Right. And right. um, I had a had a had this person I was working with, I did one session with her, and in this session, we got really, really deep. And she had told me at one point that if I don't do this, if I don't see my vision through, I'm going to feel like I'm less than human. And she got so emotional and she cried and it made me cry. And we're sitting in this room crying together. Well, as she hired me as her coach, I was able to constantly push her because when she didn't want to do the things that were going to get her closer to her goal and closer to her vision, I was able to say, let's go back. How did you feel? If you don't achieve this, how do you feel? Right. And just stoke those emotions. And when, when you want something so bad that you're gonna, that it's gonna, it's gonna bring tears, you will, you will move forward. You'll overcome the objections. Right. You'll overcome people kicking you in the face. It can't be some, I just want to help people. Because when people right. tell you no, or when people reject you, and people stand you up, when people call you names, or they tell you that you're, what you're doing isn't going to work, or you're not good enough, it's so easy to turn around and just give up and say it wasn't meant for me. You've got to dive deeper into to, to why are you doing this? And, and that's right. going to pull you forward and, and vice versa. And the sales aspect, if you can dig deeper with your clients and you can push them to really understand if they don't, if they don't fix this problem, what's going to happen? Exactly. Regina, last week, you know, we talked about um, all those extra inches in your business. And if you don't find those extra inches and make more money, what's the impact of that? Right. What happens if you go out of business? What right. is, how does that impact you? How does it impact your self-confidence? How does it impact your, your relationships at home? Yep. How does it impact your friendships? How does it impact all the people that you got to lay off or they don't have jobs anymore because you went out of business? You got to think about all of those, all of those impacts. And when you have a big why like that, it's going right. to make you dig in and, and move, mm. move mountains. Yeah, and, and, and persevere. Like one of the things for me is like people say to me, well, you know, that, and I, because I, they hear it from me all the time, I'm on a mission to make happiness the norm. Yeah. There are so many people out there that are on the brink of suicide because they're yeah. not happy and they have yeah. no idea how to get there. If I don't yeah. talk about happiness and try to bring a yeah. smile to their face, yeah. I'm doing them, not number one, I'm doing myself a disservice because I love being happy. I didn't always get to be this, but when David died and I realized that I had no idea who I was and what do I want with the rest of my life? That was like a wake up call for me. 
Well, yeah, there's seven billion, like I always say to people, there's seven billion people on the planet. I'm not the only one that have ever had that crisis of going, who in hell are you? Yeah. And what are you going to do for the rest of your life? Well, let's work on it together. Like I had a, one of my new gals, she fight, you know, just, I sent her a little Christmas, you know, hi, hi, you know, how are you doing? Just thinking about you, you know, how was your trip home? Da, 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 da. And she wrote back to me, she said, Barb, I'm so sorry. I haven't booked on your calendar. And the next message was I've booked on your calendar. In January. <laughs> yes. And, yes. And she said, she's, how did she put it? Uh, just, she said, I'm just so afraid of just because I I'm so new to this. And all I wrote back to her and said, it's, I totally remember being there of not knowing what is my next step. I had no idea what my next step was. I said, but so that's what we're going to start with. That's what we're going to start at the beginning and take baby steps and, and, and start the process. She went, oh, that sounds so nice. <laughs> that's so awesome. And, you know, and the, it's that but it's it's knowing that why mm. yeah. why yeah i were when after david died and i felt so lost and so out of touch and what am i going to do for the rest of my life mm -hmm. uh, and i had no idea the only thing i did know was that i something needed to give something needed to change yeah and it can be, and, and, and if you're in that spot right this moment, great. Explore the, explore the possibility. And you might not work with me or with Jason, but find somebody to yeah. work with. Yeah. Find somebody to work with. You're, you're the person, the perfect person for you is out there. That's why I love bringing guests onto this show to so to showcase what people do like having regina on last night uh, last night last week yeah. it was so nice to listen to it yeah um, uh, just yeah i couldn't lift my head <laughs> oh my god yeah oh, yes, i couldn't lift my head it's so crazy because we just talked about it because we had before. Just, yeah and we, right and i had just said i have not had i can remember saying i haven't had a migraine in yep. so long and then it was like just i think i was i had been i'll tell on myself and you know, I'm not the, I know that I'm not the only one that has done this, but you're burning the candle at both yeah. ends. Yep, yep. I yep. can't understand why you get to the middle. Well, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just stopped me cold. So it was like, uh, yeah. And so for several days and it was like, okay, fine. You know, it's I funny. Once, I always feel like once I get going in our podcast, but when you're not here, I'm fine. Yeah. But it's so awkward for me at the beginning because like I'm so used to having our dialogue and you yeah. kicking off and it's like so my beginnings always are like <laughs> kind of a train wreck. <laughs> it's like it's so funny. I do my own podcast, but like it's we're in such a rhythm that when uh, when when you're not on, it's like so totally different. And uh, right. but yeah, anyways. <laughs> and I was talking to one of our potential guests. She's coming on in uh, February. Uh, Anyways, and we were just talking about how you and I became, became this podcast and how it started and uh, losing Pat and the fact that we're now into a, now we're now on Spotify. Yeah. I know, I know. You know, um, <laughs> and she was like, oh, wow. And I said, yeah. 
I, but Jason and I, we have just absolutely gelled. I said, I asked him for two weeks. Why does my alarm keep going off? It's, <laughs> all right, this is it. Time to make the donut. You know what? It's telling me that it's the Everyday Riches show. We know, we know, we know. we're here. <laughs> we know. Anyways, um, but of just how the, you know, the history of the show was. And I truly believe that this was absolutely meant to be. That, I mean, if it had not been for you, and I, and I, and I, and I said this to, to Kimberly, uh, if it had not been for you, I don't know if I would have gone on. Uh, just because it, you just gave me that space of the two or three weeks of getting the guests and having, of course, dad to find out that we have all these people in common um, and giving me that space to grieve and to, you know, get going again. And uh, so, yeah, I'm uh, talk about being grateful for, you know, some of the gratefulness, the things that we have in our lives, the everyday riches. You have been an absolute everyday rich for me. Ah, I, I appreciate it. And I, I, uh, I, I couldn't reverb that same sentiment. It's, it's so crazy. It's been less than a year yeah. uh, since we started this. And, um, but it's, you've been an absolute blessing. It's been so awesome uh, to, to add you into my life and how close we've gotten and all of this. So amazing. I, I don't know if you've done this, but have you Googled everyday riches? I have not. Google it right now. All right. Oh, here, let me get out my, okay. <laughs> I am going, okay, Google. I like, yeah, we love Google. Even Queen Elizabeth loves to Google. <laughs> I was looking for our podcast on Spotify so I could share the link with somebody. And I just, I just Googled everyday riches. Every, or I don't know if I just to put in everyday riches or everyday riches show. Oh, yeah. oh, look at that. We're even on Instagram, everyday riches on Facebook. on Yeah. Wow. Like we own it. We own it. We own Everyday Riches. If you Google us, I, I had my wife look it up or I had Gracie look it up because I was like, is it just me? Because I I obviously Google our show and I, right. I'm posting it and stuff. Is it just me that's showing up for? And she pulled it up and, and typed it in. We own Everyday Riches. Also on Anchor and Spotify, we're the only Everyday Riches. So we literally own the name. Nobody else is doing it. Um, so, if, so for viewers out there, if you want to see our old content, if you want to see and get, get, get caught up on other episodes, simply Google Everyday Riches. You'll find our YouTube page. You'll find Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you'll find us on Anchor and Spotify. Uh, you'll get to see little video clips to be able to, to get, a, get a glimpse in and see what some of our show is about. And it, it's just so awesome. Yeah. I mean, just, hey, we are on the way. And then, you know, we've got some things coming up uh, in the new year that we think are going to be just really good of monetizing and uh, just that it's going to make Jason's life so much easier <laughs> of putting some of the things out there. Uh, and we're just so excited. It's I'm so, I'm so excited for the new year. There's a lot of, a lot of things yeah. really coming together with my business and with the podcasts and, yeah. um, in, in just really... One of the questions, and just to tell them myself, one of the questions that I fear people asking me is, what is your vision for the next five years? Because I haven't really known where, where do I want to go? Do I want to have employees? Do I, am I just going to do it by myself? Am I, what am I, am I going to keep with, I'm going to always keep with the collaborations, but how do I do that? And, you know, and so th things are just really coming together and I can see some just real awesome money opportunities that, uh, that don't take much more work than what I'm doing right now, which is awesome. 
And one of the things that I have been thinking is that you and I will go and do like a live show and have, you know, like doing it yeah. at, at events and doing live shows oh, and, super cool. and having people, having people stop by and say, Hey, you know, tell us, tell us about your everyday rich, your, yeah, yeah. your everyday riches. Um, that's one of the things that I, I was, it was like, Oh, wouldn't that be fun to just talk to everyday like you like you said that yeah. before you did that you would go and just talk to everyday people yep yep why not and so Absolutely. i just think that as we grow we are going to be asked to go and do some of these things i agree yeah yeah I super awesome totally totally believe that this is just going to be a stepping stone and like um for me one of my things too is that uh you know like i'm a coach too and and we've talked so often about who do you want to work with and you know what's your what's your niche that kind of thing and just yesterday it was like you know what i love the fact that i that i am a midlife you know like i'm a little past midlife but there are so many people that are coming up to midlife where the you know the 50s and 60s and realize that the life that they are leading is not the one that they want Mm -hmm. They are either into yep. a, they're either in a business that it was kind of that they just fell into because it was a family business or, you know, it's like, um, Adam was saying that he fell into being a lawyer. Yeah. He realized that he yeah. didn't want to be a lawyer. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. Jason. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, but so often people are like, I was, I happen to have lose my husband and it, it brought on this. Okay. Like, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Cause I wasn't, I mean, I liked what I was doing, but this isn't what I, this isn't what, where I want to go for the rest of my life. So what do you want? What do you want to do? And how do I find out? Um, and so that has just been, so I'm toying with creating a course and it's going to be on how to, um, how, how to transition into midlife effortlessly. Wow. I love it. Yeah. So definitely to put just, it together. So that's what I'm in the process now of so putting that together. Are you going to do like a, uh, like a recorded learning platform, like a Thinkific or something like that, or are you yeah, going to do live? Yeah. I'm looking and I'm looking, actually, I'm looking into Thrivecart. Now my Thrive, I already have Thrivecart. Yeah. Uh, they are, they have a new section that's called Thrivecart Thrive Learning. Okay. Awesome. So you have it all tied in. Awesome. A friend of mine had a put a little mini course in Thrivecart Learning, so that's going to be right now. I've got some other projects, but that's going to be like in January. But I've been um, one of the things is that to put it out there to see if people would respond to it. Do you like? Is that do you think that's something that uh, people would respond to? Everybody that I have talked to already had said, "Oh yeah, Barb, that sounds good." Absolutely. <laughs> that, yeah, because there's a there's a need there's a need for it of people that are coming up to you know like like women who are empty nesters, they their children are grown now they're they're off in college. Yeah. All right. Who who am I? And because that, that's a little bit where I was of who am I outside of all the labels of being mm -hmm. wife and mother and you know that kind of thing. So I I absolutely love this because um, you've 
you've over the course of even since we started doing the show you know when you when you started off you were doing the pro, the personality pro stuff yeah. and and then you really started switching your your messaging to uh to the Zalevo stuff and the, well, and the, the, the health and, and wellness and yeah. uh the wellness playground and all that stuff um those are the tools right you're helping people live transition into their into their midlife effortlessly that's what you're doing you're helping people right. live healthy happy, happy healthy. lives that's Happy, what you're healthy, doing. Financially free, abundant lives. These are the tools. Find out who you are, really. First. Live who you want to be, really. And then here's also the healthy way to take care of yourself and take care of your body to make sure that yep. you're maintaining and, and that yep. you can live and do those things, that you can travel the, the world in your RV and that you can yep. go whitewater rafting at 71, exactly. you know, so you can do those things. That's, that's phenomenal. I, uh, I absolutely yeah. love that and how you're putting that messaging together and, and, and just, uh, utilizing your, your tools that you have. And putting all the tools together. Right. It's, uh, and it was just, it was like such a clarity of, Oh, you know, and, yeah. and, that, and that's one of the things that everybody needs to, and sometimes you just need help to do that. And it was so funny because uh, I had just kind of like sat down and like, okay, fine, you know, like just, and it was like, oh, brother, right. Transitioning <laughs> into midlife effortlessly. And that's what we want. And yes. that ties in with my purpose, which is to serve God, to learn, and then to teach what I learn. Well, I've learned how to be happy in my midlife. And you also know that there are people out there like you that, that are being, that are being somebody else that they don't know who they are, that they don't maybe know their are. spouse passed away and that was their identity or they retired yeah. and that yes. was their identity. Um, yeah. I, we probably have talked about this before because I've talked about it on several platforms of, I grew up in a family that worked at General Motors oh, and, right. you know, as shop workers, line workers, that was their life. That right. It was that that was what they did. They spent more time there than they spent with their families. They were working overtime. They were making the money. They were giving their life, their families lives that they probably didn't have as kids and uh, or or, or uh, good lives. They had got new cars every year. They had houses, you know, those kinds of things. Um, but when they retired, it was always said, oh, I'll give him six months. I'll give him a year before he dies. And, and so many people, such a high percentage of people, once they retired from their jobs at GM, they only lived a year, two years max. My grandpa died, unfortunately, before he got a chance to retire. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, and it just always, but it's because they, they identified with that, with exactly. that job or with that position, with those roles, with those people. And once they don't have that anymore, they don't have an identity. And so right. it's so important to find out who you really are and right. live life to be happy, happy, healthy for you. Right, for you, exactly. And I look back now and go, yeah, how did I start the process? But that was it. Who am I? Just asking the question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who am I? What do I want? Sit, uh, and the biggest thing was I can remember sitting down and saying, okay, who am I? And what do I want? Wait for the answer. Yeah. A, a, yeah. a big thing. Wait for the answer. And it might not happen that day. But wait for wait for the next because you and one of the things that I and I still do it 
is I will sit down in the morning. Okay, what inspired action do you want me to take today? Yeah. And there can be one little small thing. Okay, take that, take that one small action because that one small action could very possibly lead you to the next action. Like I look back on you and I doing this show. My when Pat was killed, my first instinct was to cancel. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because I was in such shock. Yeah. But then that more that Tuesday morning before the show, it was like, all right, take a breath. Barbara, you need to do the show. Jason already said that he would be available. So why not? Let's do it. And here we are. Here we are. That's so great. I, you know, so first off, like it's what's expected. When you told me we're going to need to cancel the show and told me the reason why, it was like, well, of course we're canceling the show. Like the, yep. half the show is no longer, we're not going to move forward with the show. But then when you messaged me at the beginning of the week and said, I think we're going to do the show, if you'd still be on, it was like, yes, like let's go, let's eat faces, let's, let's honor in uh pat in in and move forward and i'm down let's go like this is that's super awesome and uh what better way to 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 continue in in to again honor pat's memory and and give her a good tribute and um and not look at us like you said right you know and and what what comes to mind is like my dad okay my dad i only lost my dad two years ago 102 his yeah. friend the, they retired on the same day his friend was six months and he was gone wow. and he was gone. My yeah. dad lived to be 102. Yep. What was the difference? Your dad wanted to get a letter from the president. My dad, <laughs> my dad, my dad wanted his letter from the queen. <laughs> or queen. queen. Had, yeah. Sorry. He had a goal. Yes. Yep. That's exactly yep. what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Find That's powerful. what that goal is yep. or, or what intention. Who do you want to be in five years from now? Yes. Who do you want to be one year from now? Who do you want to be six months from now? Yes. And like, if, if, if nobody's watched our show, you need to go back and I don't even know what episode it is. So I can't tell you when to go back, but you told the story and your dad literally was on his deathbed. You oh. guys were there to say goodbye to him. We were there to say goodbye to him. And you reset his why by reminding him that he wanted his letter from the queen Wait. and he lived another couple of years. Oh, yeah, because that that <laughs> happened. Let's see, it was because it was it was my birth. It was my birthday. So it was like, yeah, and we I on my birthday, my sister was down visiting me. We hopped in the car and we did a forced drive to Montreal because Debbie called and said, Daddy's not going to make it. And my and my sister Elizabeth, she said, Daddy, I thought you wanted your letter from the Queen. <laughs> we literally watched his wheels start to turn. <laughs> literally watched the wheels start to turn. I do want my letter from the Queen. I think he was 93 and he lived to be 102. Wow. Wow. That's so crazy. To be 102. The power of a goal. Yeah. So the power of a why. The power of the why. Yes so different than an actual goal than an I, actual goal you had texted me about a potential topic and we talked about um setting goals and not being afraid to say you know what that's the wrong goal and i think that's that happens a lot a lot of times we set goals because 
somebody else told us that's what the goal we should exactly set. <laughs> it's not our goal it's, it's, it's not just our what goal. somebody told us would make us better if we did right. if we if we make 15 calls a day to prospects that that's uh that's a good goal for us to set well maybe not maybe I, maybe you know maybe all i need to do is reach out to five or you know like it's it's one of those things like identify with your goal and then and there's a difference between a goal and a why and a your why. dad had a had something that pulled him to why. live another nine years right that 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 exactly so find it's fine get in right what we just talked about get quiet with yourself because everything that you have it's and they've now they have now proven it it's it's your pineal gland it's in uh, the middle of your brain yep you can look it up it's where your spiritual comes from yep it's in there they've third eye it. right the third eye and your third that's your third yeah, eye yeah. so i mean and i can remember saying third eye what's a third eye yeah but you know what you learn and your chakras if you know nothing, YouTube is your friend. Yeah. Look at cleaning, clean, cleaning my, you know, resetting my chakras. There are loads of things out there. And even if you don't believe it, it doesn't matter because it's there. It's energy. Yeah. It's like you have, it's like your aura. Mm -hmm. People go, what do you mean you have an aura? <laughs> well, you have an aura. You, why do you think night vision goggles work? Yeah. Yep, yep. You have an yep. every person has an aura, whether you believe it or not. Yep. People have an yep. aura. Yep. And it's like it's like gravity, whether you believe it or not. If you go up to the roof and, and walk off, you're gonna fall. It's <laughs> right. Just because you don't just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Yep. Well, the energy. Have you ever okay? Let's diverse a little bit. Have you ever done an energy ball? Oh yeah, the, where you put the your finger on the button you, and it, or not in the button, no, but on the globe. When you are no, when you're sitting, if you are sitting with your hands like this, okay, and wait, you will feel that there is something there. Yeah, I, yeah. What are your palm? What's happening in your palms right now? I feel like there's a weight along my along my palms, like there's something grasping there. And there's a tingling. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is right on the right on the side there. Yeah, and that's those, crazy. That's that's your, crazy. That's your energy. Yeah. Yep. That's your that's energy. Amazing. That is what you can tap into. And like I will do that with somebody and it'll be like, what? It'll be like, yeah, just do this. You uh, and um, that's one of the things, and, and I use it as a thing of faith. You know, like, well, well how, do you, how do you know God is real? Well, okay, so let's sit for a second. And I do that with them. You feel that? I call it God. Because that's that energy there, that you can feel it. And when you sit and really do it and wait, that's where you will have inspiration and creativity and all of those things because you're sitting there and you're tapping into that universal and they have proven that when people sit together and do that from all over the world they can impact things going around the world that's crazy that's awesome. it is just yeah it, it, it's it's crazy and yet it's absolutely we are part of all the same universal energy mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it, 
I love these conversations because a lot of people do go along that, oh, that's woo-woo or whatever, <clears throat> um, whether you want to believe it or not. And, and again, we probably have talked about this, but when, when you think of somebody uh, and all of a sudden they show up. They show up. Or ha how, have you ever thought of somebody and you, so you message them and they say, oh my God, I was just thinking, oh, about, just you. thinking about you. And they're across the other side of the world or the other side of the country. Like, yep. you know, like those energies, is, is it just it's a coincidence out of the millions of people that we come across every single day that they just so happen to be thinking about you when you were mm -hmm. thinking about them? Yeah. Or is it the energy that is it's in energy. sync? It's like a tuning fork. It's right. Exactly. It's exactly. Um, and, and like, I can remember one time sitting in, in Joshua tree um, in the desert and just sitting there and feeling that universal energy. And it's one of my most favorite memories. And I can so often now when I do that, when I do an energy ball and I can just sit here in my chair and do an energy ball, it takes me right back to that moment in Joshua Tree. Wow. And yeah. it was absolutely the most powerful thing. And so that's one of the first things that I teach people how to do. Like you felt you started to feel it. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I did. And, and as soon as you said the, uh, the uh, tingly, I'm like, oh, my God, there, that is there. There's sure. that. Yeah, there is. So yeah. now you'll get to go home when you get to sit down tonight and have some quiet time. Do it and just see see what else happens. Have because... you ever done uh, have you ever done Reiki? Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I've never done in-person reiki but sparkle who we've had as a guest her dad philip Lindsay, uh he he's he does reiki and quantum reiki and so he did quantum reiki through the computer with me and it was a it's a really crazy experience because again he's in colorado i'm in michigan exactly. and we're sitting on the computer or we're actually we were on the phone and we were doing um uh a, a, not facetime but uh duo a duo yeah. chat and he literally sends these vibes and you feel it you feel you the did. energy coming through and he could also tell me what i was thinking and it was just a crazy process but something you had said made me think of that and i couldn't remember what it was but it was oh probably just how everything is it was so real like um connected there was a specific thing that he that we were going through and it made me think of a specific moment in in time at my grandma's house and it was storming and he was talking about like rain or something like that and I could just feel the rain I could feel that experience as a kid um mm -hmm. it was just really crazy I was there in and that's why I said at the beginning how when you can meditate or, you know, spend time with your loved ones, even though they're not here, um, I, I think of my grandma all the time and I think of conversations we've had and I think of moments and experiences. We always possess those experiences and those memories and we can replay them at any moment. Exactly. And your brain doesn't know that it's not real, that it's, not, that it's not actually happening right in that present time. Yeah. That's what's the key. It's like one of the things that I've said to you repeatedly is that I, I visualize dancing at my wedding. I haven't yeah. met my man yet. Yeah. I know he's out there, haven't met him yet, but I know that I am going to dance at my wedding. I can see my dress. Yeah. Yeah. You're I can reality. see my dress. I can hear the music. I can see the moves that we're dancing to. 
it's that powerful. Well, when you can do that for one thing, you can do it for other things. Yeah. Like one of the things that I love to do is I love to float in a pool. Float. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Pool. And to just float mm. and to totally relax and just float. And it is such a powerful thing because it, re it, it frees you up. You're not restrained. You're just floating. Yeah. And it is so fun to do that so because your mind can just wander to all sorts of places, things, meet people. This is why you can meet your board of directors of ARC and, you know, whoever you want to have as your board of directors, you're looking for. Uh, and that's one of the things that uh, people go, what? Yeah, because <laughs> it sounds yeah. so woo woo. Yeah. But if you want to, if you want to tap into somebody's creativity, go see, you know, read up on something about, about um, Thomas Edison. How did he create? How did he get past all of the technically failures? He just said, no, he said, I never failed. I just yeah. found, found a way that it didn't work. <laughs> I don't remember how many times it was like something like 10,000 ways that it didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah um and so it's like those those are the kinds of things that we have the capability of doing and what and what we already talked about whether you believe it or not it's there it's there yeah yep. it's there yep our thoughts are things our thoughts our create thoughts. reality uh, uh uh we could talk about this all day long uh i i really get into these conversations and just uh even um setting the mentality and in, in, in controlling whether you're sick or healthy, you know, um, like, and, and you can do that through the, the whole meditation and through just controlling your thoughts. Uh, Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about that process, but yep. that was kind of the early, early realizations for me that I, that we could control our realities was I remember I was about 17 or 18 years old and I was starting to feel sick and i just kind of had this like oh i wonder you know like i remember yesterday i felt really good I, yesterday mm -hmm. i felt completely healthy and i was like i started thinking about yesterday and how i was so completely healthy and how that felt and how it felt right. and you know how it smelled and tasted and i started meditating around that and just and and, and instantly i started feeling better and right. so i've been able to control my sickness in a lot of cases by yeah. just that whole mindset and thinking yeah. about and, and going because what happens and I've and I do this uh and and now that my wife knows my kind of mental secret she'll call me out and uh and it makes me mad but it's like because like sometimes you just want to be babied right sometimes yeah, you, like, exactly. oh, like, you know so I'm like oh I'm not feeling good and Grace would be like well just it's all in your mindset and just you know like start yeah. start remembering what it's like to be healthy and I'm like yeah okay and and, and once in a while you really are you know, like yeah, last yeah, week, yeah. I really, I could not lift my Oh, head. you have a migraine. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. There was yeah, nothing yeah. you can do. However, it's, I can look back times where it's like, you know, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not going to give into this. I, you know, and there, and sometimes you, and sometimes you can just go, hey, you know what? Uh, but I also take steps too. Like right now I'm drinking my, you know, drinking my energy, you know, to put more energy and put my electric, you know, yep. replace my electrolytes and all yep. of those things. We need to do those things. Absolutely. Uh, and, but you know what, if you, like, is it Henry Ford that says, if you think you can, if you think you can't, you're right both ways. Either way you're right. So either you can think yourself into being sick 
yep. or you can think yourself into being well. Yes. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And think about this. The next time you start to feel symptoms and you start to get sick, what do you think about? Do you start telling people, oh, I don't feel good today? I don't feel good. Or, uh, you, start, you start really internalizing it and, and it, it, it really does take it to that next level. And I'm not saying that you didn't get sick or you didn't get a virus. I get science yeah. and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Exactly. But a lot of times we make ourselves feel worse uh, than, than what we actually are. And sometimes we'll misinterpret some of the beginning feelings and think that we're sick and we actually are not. We're making ourselves sick. Right. And one of the things, too, is that so often uh, that I have to that I have to be guard against is that once in a while, if you do start to have a bit of a headache. Gee, Barb, when was the last time you drank a glass of water? Mm, yes, because having a slight Dude, headache yeah. is this, is. <laughs> a sign of dehydration. Yeah. Yep. Go and drink two. Like if I wake up in the morning and I've got that slight Barbara, go drink a whole one of these. Yep. Of water. Then yep. tell me if you if you still feel like you're starting to get a headache. Oh wow. You know, who knew? Another thing that I'll do before taking aspirin or Tylenol yeah, or whatever is uh is 10 almonds. Oh, yeah. uh, like you you take and I sometimes I'll eat more, but I take I take ten out because I had read this was a fact, and uh, and because there's water in almonds and there's other healing properties, but literally that usually takes away my headache is just yeah. eating ten almonds. Exactly, exactly. We and there are so many steps to be able to just do that, and lots of times it's like you know what this is the day that the Lord has made. I am rejoicing and I'm glad in it. Yeah, yeah. Even <laughs> if you're not quite feeling it. Hey, you know, I'm going to, today is going to be a great day. That, that's why I love our show in, in the potpourri of things that we just covered in an hour that are, that were completely on plan. And like, this hour this is, goes by so fast. <laughs> it goes by so fast. But think of the, the wealth of things that we covered from talking about keeping the Christmas spirit in, in, in you know, in, in living in the present, not letting it pass by. Uh, we talked about uh, um, living our healthiest selves, happiest selves, uh, what you do, pouring into, into people in that way. And what um, you do is, you know, getting, getting, you know, just what are, what are you doing? Anchoring to why. We talked about spirituality. We talked about energy. Uh, what are we going to talk about next week? Next week we have guests, right? Next we... week, next week we have a guest. So um, it it might be changing though. Yeah, one of one of two amazing guests. So what's going to happen? Yeah, so. the guest that's on next week will not. The guest that's not on next week will be on the beginning of January. So we're just waiting on official word. But so we're trying to flip flop just because for the one that was uh, she's she's helping us write a book. Yeah. And so we want so our friend we, Pat Iyer. Pat Iyer, so yep. uh, she wanted to see if we could, uh, if I could move Haley up to next week and then put bring Pat on at the beginning of January. So we'll see. So, it's so be a little a warm intro to Pat Iyer is because uh, it sounds like most likely she'll be on. Oh no, she'll most likely be on the second week. It is just in case she is on next week. Pat Iyer is a best-selling author, writing coach, 
Uh, she's a legal nurse consultant and, and resident expert in that field. Uh, something that stands out to me about Pat is uh, talking about being an author. And she said that she made her first six figures being an author, not because of all the book sales and proceeds, because then she was then able to position herself as an expert in her field. And so phenomenal conversation. We'll talk a little bit about her in, uh, in what she's doing and, and expand on, on that piece and being a best-selling author and then talk about our book that uh, will and be a best-selling, so best-selling book and, and a piece yeah, of that collaboration. why it's so important to be an author. And then our other guest, uh, so either way, you're going to get one of these two guests in the next two weeks. Our, our other guest is Haley. And Haley what's Haley's Rowe. last yeah. name? Haley Rowe. Haley Rowe. R-O-W-E. So what does Haley do? You know what? I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, but, but, she, but she's a coach. I mean, she's a coach. And yeah, she talks yeah. about mindset. Okay. I believe. Well, well, oh, go look her up. I'm looking this it up. Is, I'm looking it up right now. terrible. We, we need to have an intro to Haley. We need to have an intro to Haley. <laughs> oh, client attraction and sales conversions. All right. We'll have some good conversation. Yeah, client Her goal is to help you stop desperately chasing clients, hit full-time income months consistently, stop feeling defeated by your never-ending to-do list and struggle with, struggling with self-doubt when it comes to your online presence. Let's kick self-doubt to the curb. We're going to have a phenomenal conversation. I'm ready to talk to Haley. We have some, yep. some alignment there. So amazing stuff. So Everyday Riches, you're going to get Everyday one of those two fantastic people next week and then the following week. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. And we will see you next week before the new year, before next the new year kicks off. Before the new year. Absolutely. Awesome. You know, one of the things, if you have anything that you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know. Absolutely. We love our fans. We love our fans. <laughs> All right. Awesome, Barb. See you next week. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.